I see a thing that's rated. Heard about a thing that's rated. Person, place, a thing will rank anything from sea to shining sea. That thing is overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, rated fairly. Real quick, before we start up, just want to throw out a shout-out to my brother, Mike. Thank you, brother. <laughs> We're really happy about the uh, the opening to this podcast. Mike spent a lot of time on it, and, uh, you know, we're really impressed, right, guys? Yeah, it, it really sets up the show pretty well, I think. Nice and lighthearted and fun and, you know... Reminds Peck of the Beach Boys, which I know gets him all hot and bothered. <laughs> Very you know, those, underrated. Those California girls, <laughs> undeniable, right? <laughs> that is not the Beach Boys, Josh. We have established that last week. Listen, this isn't about the Beach Boys. It's about a single Beach Boy. It's Mike. <laughs> and listen, Mike, we're very thankful that you uh, you put together our opening jingle and our outro. It really does add an element to our cast that we're super appreciative about. So thank you very much. Thanks, Mike. And Thanks, here's Tim bud. to tell you about our episode today. Summer Sizzler is my name. You're here. You're going to play a game. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Overrated. Underrated. Or Rated Fairly. Listen, oh. it's your own fault for making me rhyme at the beginning, okay? Listen, it's our, it's our trademark. We've All done right. it for two shows already. we got to do it going <laughs> forward. Anyway, so if you couldn't tell from that sweet intro, our main theme tonight is games do you guys like games i like games i just lost one uh, josh <laughs> we don't play the no <laughs> i i won't even say it because i'm in my grace period from when you did this right before we started you don't need to several people just lost so just saying there was a time in my life in like 2015 where every weekend i would try to invite people over to my parents house to play trains and no one Enjoyed it as much as I did. After a while, people stopped coming over, but every weekend. Are you talking about playing with toy trains? Oh, no, no. This, it's oh, not no. actually called trains. It's called Ticket to Ride. Oh, okay. Great game. Bob, I joined you on one of those weekends. Oh, you should, it many, was a good time. Many, actually. <laughs> you know, our, our friend uh, This was a big uh, attendee at most of those events. Mm, he's a big fan of trains. He likes them. Choo-choo. Well, oh. we're gonna we're gonna get right into our first segment here. It's it's called Childhood Schoolyard Games. Whew. Brings back some rough memories there, Tim. That's what I was hoping because well, it's actually not what I was hoping. You're actually gonna be picking the most underrated childhood game that you used to play in the schoolyard. So interesting. Okay. Yeah, so I think we're gonna kick it off with uh, Bob here. Bob, you, you got a game queued up for us? I do. Uh, the most so this was a childhood game, and I, you know, while it sometimes took place in the schoolyard, we, my childhood group of friends and I, took this game to a uh, a spot around the local lake, an island actually, um, where we would play the game Manhunt. Oh. And what makes Manhunt such an underrated childhood game is that it combined elements of like tag. Um, and just so many other things, but really made seek. it hide and seek, and it just really made it. It brought it to that next level because, like, it wasn't just like ah oh, tag you're it, oh, who cares, you know, or like hide and seek. Hey, I found you. Oh, game's over. Screw up. Like <laughs> it's just the fact of the matter was like manhunt was intense. Like there were times you would actually tremble, like when you saw somebody coming because you'd get tagged, oh, you'd yeah. go to the jail, and you'd have to wait for the jailbreak for when you got free. Now there was this really great place on the island, this really big tree. That wasn't really a hiding spot, but I could pivot behind it very nicely. So as someone would come down, I would just pivot around it while they were looking for me. An expert pivoter. And every now and then I'd work up the courage to go and try to free my my teammates that were in jail. Um, we had many nights. We, we, we'd play this at night, so it was even more intense. Um, a couple times the people of the Lake Association got very upset, so that's a bonus. <laughs> Loved that. But Manhunt was awesome, man. And even thinking back now, like, as a 31-year-old person, like, if I could get a group of my peers and friends to do this now, I would I would sure as hell do it. It's a great, great game. I'm sending out the group, <laughs> the group text right now. Pick a date, everybody. <laughs> We're playing some Hunt. 
I think the, you know, not I, to be I, confused with Sam Hunt, by the way. Very oh, different. Very <laughs> yeah. different. No, I agree. Sam's favorite artist. I think when you take Manhunt, it's like taking Hide and Go Seek and Tag, two very, in my opinion, overrated childhood games, right. and turning them into something that is mm. completely new and underrated. Dude, and it's like paintball for kids without the, the guns and paint yeah. hitting you at high velocity. Like there's this element of danger and excitement there that you just can't beat. And, you know, even when you get caught, there's always a chance your buddy's going to come and, and yes. save you. And there's, you know, I like that. I like that in yeah. the game. Josh, what, what do you got here, bud? So I think uh, when I think back on these games of my childhood, any game that was kind of questionable for the adult who was supposed to be watching you, those are the type of games that you like. And for me, it was uh, Red Rover. Do you guys remember the game? I've heard of it. I've heard of that overrated game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let see, him go I, for I, a minute. <laughs> I beg I beg to differ. You see, Red Rover is a game where you uh, you stand in two lines and you kind of link arms, and then you call over somebody from the other line to kind of rush through the line that you are currently in. And if they do, I mean, obviously, there's there's perks to that too. But here's the thing. When I played Red Rover as a child, again, a large child I was, if you listened to the last show. So you were able this to break a, through the lines this easily. This is a thrice-occurring <laughs> theme. Now, I was able to take the biggest breath that I could and charge. Josh, and you had asthma. <laughs> I did have asthma. What he means is he was able to take a big hit of his inhaler and then plow through the, the two other people playing. You're not wrong. It's like a crystal ball you're looking in. But that's the thing. It was a game that I was good at. I found it very underrated. Now, it was frowned upon by the adults because they saw a wrecking ball like me running through uh, other kids. So High potential for injury. Your parents just didn't want to watch you playing this boring game. Listen, my parents didn't want to. There was no danger here. (laughs) No danger whatsoever. Hey, it it was a good time. I had a good time playing Red Rover. I mean, you would hit the people, but it'd be a soft... Soft hit, you know. Well, plushy. I was a, I was a plushy target. Me too. <laughs> so what that's... Josh isn't telling you though is that the plush were the stuffed animals that he stuck he put in the middle of the yard. He just played against them. That's why he felt so heroic. <laughs> he lined up Sarah's stuffed animals. In the I yard. always won. That's why Watch I was out, Ted. I'm coming right for you. The bear goes flying 50 feet. Josh is feeling real mighty. I'm once again the winner. He yells. I flex in the front yard for 30 seconds and then go in. That's 300 on the day. Josh, come in. It's time for dinner. We've had enough of this delusion. (laughs) Time for your mac and cheese, boy. Get in here. That's all they had to say. Sliced up hot dogs. Tim, what about you? So I'm going to go with uh, an underrated game. You know... I was going to go capture the flag, but mm. it's too much like Manhunt. It's so similar. I, I won't mm. sit here and explain capture the flag. I love capture the flag, though. I'm going to go with Foursquare. Oh, almost went with that wow. myself. Yeah. So yeah. as far as Foursquare goes, there's some really great things. One, not too much exercise for fat <laughs> little Tim. Number two, I had strong arms for a big little kid. <laughs> and, <laughs> and number three... Service. Number three, there was... was, Well, listen, there was always justice in this game because if someone was being an a-hole while you were playing it, uh, for example, if I'm just going to pull one out of my my hat of names, um, you always called them out. You're like, that was a carry. You just grabbed the ball and spiked it at my face. You can't do that in this game. There's a certain amount of respect that needs to be done with the players or no one will play. And the second someone ruins it, it's like, you know what? We're done with this game. And the fourth thing Tim liked about this is that these other three squares were also inhabited by by plush stuffed animals. (laughs) (laughs) I won every time. That's 300 wins on the day. They couldn't do the popcorn. (laughs) I feel like when we were in elementary school, four square was like a pretty fair game like it was intense but it wasn't cutthroat and the Mm. rules were pretty explicit like you mess up or you bounce in your own square you bounce it out you're out when i got to middle school i wanted to just wring the necks of these idiots that played Mm. because we had like the harwinson burlington collaboration and the burlington kids brought in all these just 
total nonsensical rules like, yeah. oh, if you catch it in the air, you can take two steps and then it's cherry bomb. No, that's nonsense. You don't get to catch the ball. You don't get to slam it in the square. This cherry bomb was a BS rule to begin with. Yeah, and that was one garbage. of the more, more understandable rules they brought. There were just these <laughs> yeah. outlandish things where they could catch it and do what they wanted with like it. Like they throw it behind their back, they get two people out yeah. randomly. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, outrageous stuff. And needless to say, after a week, I never played Foursquare again. But uh, until then, it was very, very fine. Because there was the respect. There was the At respect. HCS, there was respect in that game. Yeah. People were being D-bags. You just stopped. Yeah, Period. you you kept it was it was respected and the rules were well understood. As somebody who went to the other elementary school, LGS, oh, he played the he oh, played the cherry no. bomb. I, I played the. Uh, hey, listen, they let me play in their Foursquare games, and that to me meant the world. <laughs> you were slower than the rest, Josh. That's Josh, why. the plush animals always let you play. They never say anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> we'll move on to our main segment now. Our main segment is uh, about board games actually do you do you guys want want to play a game <laughs> oh. say it bob <laughs> before we go into this <laughs> say it i want to add into this a little bit what is the most polite way the doll from saw <laughs> could ask you to play a game what do you got josh <laughs> Would you care to play a game? <laughs> Tim, you got one? Uh, game time. <laughs> a man of few words. Bob, what do you got? Just bought this game of Monopoly. Would you mind playing with me? <laughs> That's almost a sad doll. Oh. No one's played with him in years. We can keep it under a half hour. <laughs> That's oh, a lie. That is a lie. <laughs> Maybe it's Monopoly Junior. It's Monopoly Junior. Uh, still a long game. <laughs> yeah, true, true. <laughs> so I have out in front of us an assortment of different board games. They are face down with question marks on the back. Oh, there's a, quite a few. Yes. Now you what will size be, index cards are these? I, I think these are the uh, the six by eight. Uh, I'd guess mm. or four by eight, possibly. Oops, sorry. I was <laughs> I was measuring. I didn't want to look. I actually have no idea. I'm just throwing numbers out. But you will be able to read these because my wife <laughs> wrote them out. <laughs> want to read legible. a card? So, Josh, pick three cards. Uh, oh, I get I get the first picks here. Okay, I'm gonna yep. do uh, one. Yep. <laughs> and uh, we're all going to pick three cards here, actually. We'll just go at the same time. Wow, as a, as Tim a person, really deviated about the pile, picked the same room. Right, I'll go over here. No, Tim, no, did no, you write over. these or did Ashley write these? Ashley wrote those. She yes. spelled pursuit wrong. Hey. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to give her a hard time about that. <laughs> so. No, that says purse suit. It's a new fashion item where you wear a purse. Now that you have <laughs> ignores three, di- <laughs> three different cards. Sure. <laughs> Already trading. <laughs> this is you not didn't a trade. They game. weren't trading cards. Fair. <laughs> so, anyways, you have three cards. All You're right. gonna take these cards, look through them real quick. And you're going to come up with which one is overrated, underrated, and rated fairly of these three games. You have to pick one of each category. So, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting because we have no idea what's on these cards. Folks, we're playing a game about games. Yes, the game of all games, perhaps. All right, I got mine. Yeah, I'm good, too. All right, Josh, why don't you start? Starting off with... Our- do you want me to go through all three, or are we going to do... Let's see what you picked, Peck. All right. So I have, for my three uh, board games here, Settlers of Catan, uh, Battleship, and Clue. Ooh. Yeah, very, very good uh, assortment here. Uh, I'm going to start off with my overrated. I, I'll, I'll probably just go through all three. Yeah, just go through all fine. three, then we'll hit Bob, then we'll hit me. Sure. So as uh, per usual on our show, we, we go through things overrated, underrated, then rated fairly. I learned that lesson the hard way. <laughs> he did it the right order. I did. He's finally got it. I listened to the cast. I edit the cast, and uh, now I'm starting to realize. He's done a very good thing, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to announce that Settlers of Catan is completely and utterly 
overrated. Oh my god! Oh, he is so right, Bob. And I am <laughs> fired up. Now, now listen. I have some very harsh feelings on Settlers of Catan, but here's the thing: if you are someone <laughs> never who, won a game of it, Josh, I bet I, he didn't, and I'll tell he'll tell you why. Oh no, I w- <laughs> I've won a single game, but I How? have no. I don't know. Sheer dumb luck is the is game's the unwinnable. <laughs> here's the thing: if you're playing. Settlers of Catan with somebody who knows how to play and you're kind of iffy on it. And I'm, I'm completely crediting you on this, Tim, because I can, I agree. We talked about this. It's been a gripe of mine for a while. Everyone's trying to tell you a strategy. Oh, man, you need some wheat. How about some bricks? And you're like, you're going like, why, why do I want wheat? Wait, am I what am, am I building a road here? Why does Peck need some weed? <laughs> why? No, I just think Settlers of Catan is something that <laughs> if you were to find somebody, one of your friends, and they are completely in love with Settlers of Catan. I got a brother-in-law who loves this game. For the life of me, I can't figure it out. <laughs> because I'm sitting here going, I'm collecting all these goods, and I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, what? To me, I, I understand how it works. I just don't get why somebody would take the time and the effort to put that into a board game. Yeah. You know, there's other games out there where you can become a millionaire. There's other games where you can complete. That's no, that's just called a financial goals, Josh. <laughs> Listen, it's not I'm a wor- game. I'm working on it. It's not a game. But Settlers of Catan, I don't think I'm settling anything. I'm just having a bad time and gritting my teeth hoping the game ends soon. Yeah. You know, it. Honestly, there's so much strategy in this game, but if if you're playing with people that know it and that are teaching you, they just take advantage of you. It's not fun. But Josh, how do you feel about the the board being different every time? Like you know, shuffling up those big tiles and and putting it out in the middle there. It's okay. I mean, have you seen that they <laughs> overrated? <laughs> have you seen that there's so many different board styles of Settlers of Catan? There's like a, a waterfront one and things like that. I'm just, I'm really not that impressed. To me, a board game has to have a nice blend of nostalgia there. And if you grew up on Settlers of Catan, I'm sorry, you grew up on a terrible game. Yeah. I have a quick bad story about Settlers of Catan. I've never played it, but uh, one time. (laughs) Wait, you've never played it? You were all after him for not liking it. Listen, I've seen it played. (laughs) I actually have the sealed game my brother bought me a couple years ago for Christmas. Keep it sealed, Bob. It sounds like a game I'd like. But a couple, many years ago, uh, six to be exact, a few friends of, of mine and myself were going to be going very early in the morning on a trip up to Maine, a uh, five-hour-plus drive. We are going very far up. And the same friend, uh, well, one of the friends who was driving, um, one of our other friends' brother's birthday was that night. And we were at the party he was having. It was a big party. We were enjoying ourselves. We figured after the party settled down, we would leave. Now, I went up around midnight and took a nap on, on these folks' couch. Is that uh, just the quintessential plan of a party? No, like, not at all. Once it settles down, like, we'll There leave. was like a rager going on around these people, but a few of them were playing Catan. Oh, come so, on. It was awesome. Yeah. But I went and took like a three-hour nap. I'm like, I wake up. I'm like, this is great. We'll be ready to go. I go down. Catan is still going on. Mm. And it's like four in the morning. We got to hit the road for Maine. Sad. That day, and we went out in the car. I remember we went out in my friend's uh, Jeep, I believe it was, and we're like waiting, and Catan was still happening as we were ready to hit the road. Very, very frustrating start and first experience with Catan. So maybe a bit overrated so Well, far, I don't know enough about it. it to say that, but oh, perhaps. An honest man, he remains. <laughs> All right, what do, you, what do you got for underrated, Josh? So my underrated here is going to the board game known as Clue. Oh. Which uh, I have to hand it to it. Um, <laughs> the when, game itself. Uh, yes. Are you handing it to it in that secretive envelope? <laughs> and that's the thing. That's part of the reason why it's underrated. I think there's an element of deception when you're playing Clue. Because you're constantly trying to read the rest of the room to try to figure out, okay, what do I need to say in my next turn to try to figure this out? And how am I going to constantly be listening to what's happening in other players' turn? Or turns. It's the it's this blend of I'm playing, but I also need to be a, an active participant when it's not my turn. And for me, that's a an immersive mm. board game experience that I think is great. It's the type of game where I don't want my cell phone near me, and I think that's a very uh, rare yeah. thing in today's day and age. You do declare. I do declare. <laughs> I, I do, do, do declare. declare. 
But that's the thing. If I'm not paying attention. Totally original quote, folks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I just think it's underrated. No copyright infringement. <laughs> uh, the movie was fantastic, by the way. And uh, no, Clue's a great game. Colonel Mustard, one of the unheralded heroes of board game mascots. One of the unheralded <laughs> heroes of the century, I'd say. Yeah. Well, geez, this was supposed to be underrated. <laughs> well, here, here's what I think about Clue, and I, I agree that it's underrated. I think that I just feel like when I'm playing it that no one really knows how to play Clue. Like, everybody has their own strategy. Can you go in the door if you're diagonal to it? <laughs> eh, yeah, go ahead. Can I just <laughs> take the shortcut or do I got to roll? Do whatever you want. <laughs> I don't care anymore. I'm just trying to figure out the clues, roll, man. <laughs> roll a two and go back into the room, take the shortcut. Right, and everybody has a different way of writing down the different clues that they get. Like, I see some people writing every turn. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I yeah. just write on my turn. You don't understand the strategy, Tim. See, there's different strategies. That's the thing. But my strategy is fine, too. I've won many games of Clue, so. I have not. I lost my last one in glorious uh, <laughs> awfulness. You know, oh. what, you know what I don't like about Clue, though? Get rid of the metallic props. This is a monopoly. I don't need to see the metallic rope. It confuses people. Do you got to put it in the center when you guess? No. Throw it in the trash. Well, you know, you're right, Bob. I... Although the rope is never metallic, I feel like I thought. I think a rope well, is always all, plastic. They're all out of the. Su- oh, you might be right. Might Everything's be right. metallic except the rope. I'm pretty. I don't know. I <laughs> the one example I use, and it's just <laughs> it's garbage. All right, what what's fairly rated? Josh? Uh, yeah. So real quick on my last one, so you guys can get started. It is uh, rated fairly is Battleship, mm. and while Battleship is a hard one to rank, I just feel like as long as you're playing with somebody who is not going to constantly try to maneuver the pieces. And try to be all, you know, sly about it. It's a great game. It's a very simple game. It's one that you can play near or far. I played this with my wife when we were... Near, uh, far, wherever you are. Yeah, absolutely. When we were doing long distance, we played Battleship, and it was a great game. Should open the cast with that. Wait, hang on. You you played long distance Battleship with your wife? Yeah, so uh, my first year of dating my wife, uh, she was down in Florida at college, and I was back up in Connecticut. And I sent her a one half of the Battleship board game. And I had another. And we had a date night over Skype where we played Battleship. You've heard it here, folks. Some people early on in their relationship send nudes. Josh sends pictures of a Battleship board game. Not pictures. Actual board game. Wait. So on Skype, you would... How would you do that? So, so you had, had to be very honest. So Yeah. you got to be honest when you're playing Battleship. But yeah, no, it's I think encouraged. it's fairly rated. It's an underrated part of Battleship. There. It was an integral part of my uh, my relationship with my wife, so fairly rated. Josh, you had a lot of games that relied strictly on honesty, which is saying a lot. You know, you got to play games with the right with the right crew. Yeah, you got to be able to trust the the people you're playing with, which is a great which is a great uh, point, I think. For sure. Oh, I've known some cheaters, and I don't <laughs> like them. <laughs> Two shout outs, one cast. Oh my god. <laughs> so, Bob, what what do you got for your games here? I don't know where the hell did I put my cards. Here we go. Probably right in front of you, yeah, right there. there. Oh, yeah. there they are. Well, the overrated game that I well, I picked here is Risk. Oh. Uh, never played it because it looks what? Bob, uh, hang on, no hang on. way. Listen, I hate this game <laughs> because we have a Lord of the Rings version of it, and my brother stole the ring out of it when we got this game as a gift. Smeag, we never <laughs> Smeag. We never played it because he just wanted the ring. And then a few weeks ago, Tim offered us almost a hundred dollars for this game, and he wouldn't sell it even though he doesn't have the ring. Bob, I'll offer 120 for this game right now. I love Lord of the Rings Risk. It's it's the best version of Risk you could do. All I'm saying is this is a personal vendetta I am having. I'm not saying my reasons are valid, but to me they're valid. Overrated. Oh, jeez. You're, you're completely wrong, but go on. <laughs> underrated. What do you got? Yeah, it's completely underrated. The, uh, <laughs> the underrated game that I pulled from the, uh, the cards is Checkers. Now, I'll tell you why Checkers is underrated. You put overrated on Risk, and then you... Then you put underrated on checkers. Yeah, that's, that's a risky no, move. No, no, <laughs> I see what no, he did. That was foolish. You better check yourself because oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. listen, checkers. If done the right way, there's a lot of anticipation. The game could go on for a long, long time. And you know what? It's a fun game. It's kind of a little dated. People don't play it much anymore. But you know what? 
Checkers is a good time. It could be as slow as fa- or as fast-paced as you want it to be. Maybe you're sipping a nice Keystone Light or a cup of tea. All right. Or maybe you got like five minutes to spare before something big going on. You can always throw out the checkerboard. And you know what? If a person's not good at checkers, and you are, they'll learn real quick. This guy knows what he's doing. So and you're claiming that you're a real good guy at checkers. It's been a while since I played, but I guarantee you I would crush you. Oh, challenge accepted, sir. King me. I'll show you. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> King me. King me. It's a common catch- I know what it is. Okay. In the rated... <laughs> <laughs> And the rated fairly in all this is the uh, Trivial Pursuit. Listen, there's not a lot of uh, shimmer or silver and gold around this. Do you know what you're talking about or not? And that's why I think Trivial Pursuit's fine. You know, um, it's hard to get the rules wrong of Trivial Pursuit. It's very hard to mess this game up. (laughs) And uh, the nice part about Trivial Pursuit is usually, you know, your teammates know something about one of the topics and you might know more. Um, I really like when they have these at restaurants. Like if you're trying to get your food at like a dive bar, oftentimes they'll have these little stacks of like old Trivial Pursuit cards in the menu holder, and it's real fun to play. The only thing that I have against Trivial Pursuit is if someone plays this a lot, they're going to have the answers to the questions, and that kind of skews it a little bit. But okay. if you're All a right. casual Trivial Pursuit player, you you play it while you're having a beverage at a dive bar you play it with a with a friend what or, have you played trivial pursuit at a dive bar dude at least three times <laughs> all right at, at a least brewery. three times oh a brewery. At a brewery. Yeah, now I we're talking it. maybe five times <laughs> but it's a great game to play um anywhere really as long as you don't overdo it and i think it's rated fairly all right and mm. risk sucks I can, how dare you <laughs> i've grown up playing risk yeah it is one of my favorite games I have a whole strategy based upon how I used to play how, my how about dad. This, Bob? Oh, man. Bob, because we're in very disagreement with you. I, I say that we all get together and play Risk and see if you actually hate it. Would you be agreed to I that? Would, I would be willing to try this, and I will be a little skeptical when we try this. But you will rate it fairly in your eyes, right? As is my duty. All right. I Maybe. Just, you get to be a military general when that you're playing Risk. Clue. Colonel Mustard. <laughs> <laughs> you win this round, Bob. <laughs> Listen, folks, we'll be playing some uh, some risk. Bob will give his input after we play, all right? All right, moving on. I've got three games here as well, as was the game. Uh, <laughs> and overrated? I'm going to give the game of life a little bit overrated. Um, I don't he like... kills the game of life. I agree. Oh, Here's the thing. I don't like... How from the very beginning, you have to set your own track of what you're doing. Because no one knows if there's a real advantage to going to, like, the college first. You know what? Maybe it mirrors life a little too much. (laughs) You know, it makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) And, like... Too real? (laughs) Well, I never chose college in the game of life or in real life. And I'm doing just fine for myself. So... I'm going to go overrated, and specifically for that. I do enjoy parts of the game. I enjoy that little spinner thing. But sometimes, what a horrible thing to like about a game. That's here's a nice element. Trouble I sucks, but it. I like the popper. Oh, I'm not done. I enjoy it when it works, but sometimes you spin that thing, and it comes off the track, and it's like, well, now we got to reset. We get that thing in there and keep going. Another overrated part of the game, even though I enjoy yeah. it. Wow. Anyways, underrated. Candyland. Oh, gee. Oh, I would love to hear this one. <laughs> so, here's what I like about You want to talk Candyland. about Slapjack, Tim? Oh, so overrated. So underrated. Listen. So, Candyland is one of the most unpredictable games that you could play. <laughs> On a one-track board. Because here's the thing, Bob. You could go... 50 spaces ahead of me and get one card that just boosts you back right to the beginning and i've still got a chance you pull that one what is it stuck in the stuck in fudge no i know what you're talking about whatever it is like you're done you're done for a few turns and i can catch up there's always a chance for everyone to make up some ground this is you know what games like like that tim shoots and ladders it's not original (laughs) it just has cute little cartoon characters on it's for kids listen i i actually got to agree with bob on that because as i'm thinking about candyland yeah i love candy 
But it's very similar to Shoots and Ladders. Yeah, that you're that's all it, it is. It was just ridiculous looking characters. Well, it's nostalgic too. Have you played it recently? King Candy. No, I don't want to. <laughs> Listen. I'm gonna underrated. look up some characters. <laughs> if they had if they had a Wonka version of Candyland, I'd play pretty, it in a heartbeat. That'd be pretty cool, actually. You fall in the chocolate river, like oh you've run to Slugworth, run back six paces. I bet they do have that. Can you look that up? So <laughs> looking it up, there is a Willy Wonka Candyland. Oh is, my god. It goes for twenty dollars on eBay, and I am about to make a purchase on oh. Amazon. <laughs> is this with the original uh, characters? Like this is a seventies version, like a Gene Wilder version. Oh, okay. You I have to. I may that. need to reassess my uh... Amazon Prime. It's only fifteen dollars. Josh, Josh, you just p- order it. <laughs> I'll be Venmoing you later. That's half mine. <laughs> we'll, we'll reimburse you soon. Oh my gosh. Now fair- you get to play as Oompa Loompas as your character, <laughs> as you- your like, little icon. <laughs> Can you be Augustus? <laughs> I, from what I can see, no, but... <laughs> overrated. There's Augustus different... overrated? Oh, no, Augustus is very underrated. <laughs> the man sacrificed himself for the plot of that movie. He was the first one out. That's a, that's a good point. You know... His father underrated when he eats that microphone. Folks, if we if we ever bring up Willy Wonka, <laughs> Bob has some very strong views on oh, that movie. I love it. <laughs> it's a great movie. The old one, not the new one. Yeah, no, no. Oh my gosh. Do you know you can buy a seven ounce sized Willy Wonka chocolate bar wrapper, no chocolate, with a golden ticket for five bucks? That's overrated. (laughs) Make your own. Why why do you need that? It's not like it's actually going to let you into a factory. And no chocolate either. You know, Willy Wonka looks like uh, (laughs) (laughs) a. Never never mind. Continue, Josh. He looks like the guy from Clockwork Orange in this picture. Ah, it's horrifying. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) You are invited. Just look at him. That is downright terrifying. This candy. Folks, if you are at home, if you can research, this has got to be fake. No, it's 100% real. If you can research this Candyland cover of Wonka, it's pretty terrifying. We're buying it. We're getting it. Josh is just concluding his (laughs) PayPal payment as we speak. (laughs) So to conclude, my rated fairly, I'm going to go with Scrabble. Um, Scrabble Mm. is always fun, but, you know, it's just fairly rated. I mean, I'm not really good at wordplay, per se, as you saw from the beginning of this cast. So... You know, it's fine. It's fine. I like I like getting the points. I like getting the triple word scores. I like getting the double word scores. It's hootin' fun when I do it. But it's rare when I do it. But I still enjoy it's the game. Fun. <laughs> so I'm I'm going fairly rated. A new tagline perhaps. It's hootin' fun. <laughs> the summer sizzler always has some hootin' fun. You're goddamn right I do. Now the hootin' the what is it? The hootin' owl? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're gonna move on. <laughs> no, 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 no! Don't try to get past this horrible thing you've said. It's, it's who in fun. You've never you heard of that, that term? Who in fun? <laughs> Have you heard of that? I've heard of a hootin' good time. I've heard it's a who. I've never heard of hootin' fun. I've heard of give a hoot, don't pollute. You... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you've never had hootin' fun before, and I feel I bad can for you. I guarantee you, I've had plenty of hootin' fun. Yeah. Oh, so you're using it now. <laughs> Trap. <laughs> Next segment, folks. <laughs> yes. Now we'll move on. <laughs> so our next segment is yard games. Now we don't have a fun game for this one, but Aww. we will still talk about games because games are fun, and that's our topic for tonight. So we're going to Can each- you say it like the... Uh... The guy from Saw, that would make me. Now, feel what's better. the root? Here's a quick question: What's the rudest way the doll from Saw can ask you to play a game? <laughs> uh, that's, that's a good question, Bob. Um, we haven't said money with a PG-13 rating and stick. Let it rip. What's the rudest way the doll from Saw can ask you to play a game? Play a game now. Oh, I don't know. Weak, weak. I don't know. Revive the man, Josh. <laughs> I'm still laughing, man. Ooh. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Yeah, I, uh... Let's hear it. Let's hear a better one. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's time to play Monopoly. 
<laughs> these aren't Rude. worse than mine. <laughs> I can't. I was laughing. I'm sorry. I didn't have a lot of time to think about that. <laughs> Bob? Bob, redeem us. Uh, I haven't thought about it. I've been too excited for Josh's right. response. How about this? Let's let's return to it at the end okay, of the show. All right. All right. All right. We're It'll be of... our ending segment. All right. So we're each going to pick um, from our mind banks, if you will, um, a yard game. That's, uh, you know, things like uh, yard toss, uh, cornhole, darts, mud wrestling, cornhole, can mud wrestling, jam, can jam, any of these games. Oh, here it is. And you're just going to run through them. You're going to give me an overrated, underrated, rated fairly of these as well. Fair. <laughs> What's your fair? <laughs> no. All right. We'll start with Bob, actually, this time. All right. Well, you know, for long games, I think that the uh, the overrated is hard because I really like yard games quite a bit. Or long games, are you want to call them. I think that the overrated long game would have to actually be Can Jam. Mm, disagree. Eh, it sucks. It's, Love it's, it. It's so easy to do well after like a couple turns. Oh, your partner slapped the disc into the oil barrel. <laughs> Point. It's just stupid. <laughs> and like half the time, people don't even put them the right distance apart. It's just ridiculous. Can Jam is trash. Um, and it even goes in a trash can. can I once jam the first like time I played can. that, I saw Oscar the Grouch pop his head out and say, "Not this again." <laughs> That's how bad that game is. Jesus. Anyways, <laughs> the rated fi- uh, the, o- the sorry the uh, underrated. I have two actually. Actually, no, oh, please. Uh, one is bocce. Bocce underrated. Bocce is choice. very yeah. underrated. I used to play. With a friend of mine and his dad, some very fond memories. His mom and his brother would play sometimes too, and we'd have a championship out in their yard. And they had this really like old cheesy horse statue in their garage. We would call it the Horseman Tournament. Oh my goodness! And uh, dude, sounds awesome. It was awesome, and they played very very intense bocce. Um, and you know what, man? It was actually to this day one of the most fun long games I've played. We didn't play it like in the sandpits or anything. It was very informal. But actually, out in a yard with, you know, well-groomed grass, more fun than the actual way. Yeah, you know what's a very underrated way to play bocce? What's that? Going through, like, a park with many different yeah. terrains. Yes. Yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah, this, the pick gets a little old. Go off-roading with it. Yeah. So bocce's a great one. Very, very underrated. And the other one that I absolutely love, I could be at any party, you know... And a lot of times at parties, you're either there to play games or you're there to socialize. Mm. And usually people are like, oh, man, you want to play Cornell? Uh-huh. You want to play Can Jam? <laughs> Hell no. Uh, you, wanna, <laughs> you want a hot dog? Yeah, maybe. Hey, you want to play Polish Horseshoes? Yes, when can I get on? All Great right. now, pick. Por- what, Polish Horseshoes is What a- is this? I've never heard oh, of Polish Horseshoes. The man makes a game thing and does it. Josh, I, I, I love Polish Horseshoes. So the Polish Horseshoes is an excellent, excellent game. And the premise is you, and the ba- greatest part is you have to have just crap laying around your house or you can't play it. Yep. You can't go buy a any. Well, you probably can, but it's better if you don't. So you have to find <laughs> old ski poles and you set them, what is it, like 10, 20 feet apart? Yeah. Something like that. It's pretty far. And you stick one in the ground and you put the other, like, it's almost set up like can jam or cornhole where they're this far apart, right? Straight from each other. And... You That's put, Bob's arm length, folks. Well, for, further than see. that, further than that, many Bobs. <laughs> He's and Inspector you, Gadget. You put an empty beer bottle on top of the ski Ooh. pole, and uh, partners line up across from each other, and you take turns throwing a frisbee at this bottle. Now you get points if it hits the ski pole and knocks the bottle off. You get points if it hits a direct hit and knocks the bottle off. Um, and you get a point if you're, or and you lose a point, I think, right? Something like this if your partner doesn't catch it. Yeah, you have to um, catch it. Your partner it... has to catch the frisbee. Now, your partner, at the same time, like if it hits the bottle and stuff, you can be like real creative and coordinated and catch them both and like cancel the points. Um, it's like what Can Jim would be if Can Jim didn't suck. <laughs> so, Polish Horseshoes is sweet. And it gets intense. Like, you can go chasing the Frisbee. You can snag it out the air. Um, you got to coordinate. Or wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. It's across from each other, right? Yep, it's across. Okay. Um, it's just awesome, man. Or no, no. I, I think it, you're on the same side. 
you're on the same side as your partner. Sorry, I always this is the one problem with. But the with, pole is across. Yeah, you, right? the pole is across because you can coordinate with your partner. Like it's gonna hit the bottle. I'm gonna catch the bottle. You're gonna catch the fr- the frisbee. So the person throws it, but you gotta catch it. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. You're on the same side as your partner. Um, it's really cool. The rules. Are, that's the one part that is bad about it is the rules. Always, I forget every time. Like I play it every year. But I I always forget a few. America of them. Day. I can't believe I have never heard of this. It sounds like a blast. Yeah. Oh, it's it's it is a blast. It's a great time. Yeah. Um. So Polish horseshoes is definitely very underrated too. And the rated fairly long game yard game would probably be. Uh, oh my God! What the heck is it called with the sack? With the sack <laughs> on the string, dude. What? <laughs> the sack on the string. The two balls. The string. Oh. Are you talking about the uh, the hack, like basically like hacky sack materials, two of them? On yeah, a string? And you put it as a ladder, oh, ladder ball. Ladder ball. Oh, geez. yeah. Ladder ball yeah. is rated fair, almost a little overrated. Um, but it's rated fair. It's fun to do, and it's it's another one. It's like it's not as easy or as lame as can jam. Like there's a little skill involved, and um, it's fun. It's pretty cool. Um, also, ah, it's kind of underrated, but I'm gonna throw it in rated fair just to give it a shout out. Stump. Oh, stump. there it is. There you go. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm throwing out too much for right here. I just took everything off the board. <laughs> no, you didn't. Bob. No, no, you said some great stuff, man. You did a fine job, Bob. For no those worries. of you who don't know what stump is, look it up. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I guess I can kind of I can work stump into my segment. Good. I'll, I'll go pretty quick. I think overrated ladder ball is top of the line. Yeah. Yep. If I wanted to be a ninja with nunchucks, that's when I would play ladder ball because half the time I end up hucking these things into the woods <laughs> and I can't get them out of whatever branch the giraffe is he does going this over with to most eat. Games, <laughs> he, he tosses them to the giraffe. They get tangled in the branch. <laughs> Listen, I've never had one single time where I've I was playing ladder ball and I left going. Oh, yeah, I think I had a good time. I think I did it okay. You know what it is, too, Josh? Is like half the time the ladder ball sets that people get are just so <laughs> cheap that, like, the is, the. is there an expensive one? Like, yeah, probably like the original ones, but now you can get them at, like, Job Lot and stuff. So, like, all the freaking things, like, breaking are snapped. You or, like, like, get it on their yeah. s- fucking. Right? Dice. They're, like, retied. Like, they, you gotta. It, it's not. It is an overrated game. I, I erase it from my rated fairly. You should. It's it's way overrated. You know, I was going to go cornhole for underrated, but after hearing Bob's talk about it, I'm going to go with stump right now. And yeah. if you've never played stump, it's a fantastic game where you find any old log, a stump, if you will, um, that's lying around. Log, <laughs> to me, nothing gets better to start a game of stump when Pat Theory is on his John Deere tractor driving the stump towards you. <laughs> <laughs> a yeah. little too fast on America Day. <laughs> is it maybe that we just like associate Pat on America Day with stump a little too proudly? I mean, it might be. Listen, <laughs> I played my underrated. first game of stump yes. on America Day. I will play my last game of stump on America Day. <laughs> and 98-year-old Josh being wheeled out. <laughs> Give me that hammer. <laughs> Now, Stump is a game where you have a, everyone has a nail that is driven into the stump just lightly so it, it has enough space to stand up on its own. It's not in the log itself. And what you do is you have a hammer and you pass it around uh, clockwise around the circle. <laughs> and you spin the hammer so you get one full rotation. You grab the hammer. And however you grab the hammer is how you bring it down in one, one no full pause. motion. No pause. If you pause, it doesn't count. Whatever way you grab it and how you bring it down, you get a chance to whack in the nail of another person around the log. Now, if you do a trick, you get an extra swing. If it sparks, you get, uh, I I believe, uh, another sip. Now, this is a a classic drinking game. Oh, yeah. So uh, the beer in hand. The same thing with a... Paul Shores is actually, you can only play with one hand, I forgot to mention. Yes. Beer and other. So it is a a classic lawn drinking game, but... It's great. Drinking and hammers, you wouldn't think go hand in hand. But then again, Stump changes the way you view that. Life, really. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of Stump. You could do trick shots. I love Um, the end of the leg flip for a double shot. It's like, who wouldn't try it? Yeah. And if you're the last... I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) I do it every time. I don't trust my aim. If you're the last nail standing, you win. Yeah. And you got to sink the other person's nail into the log, completely flush, and then they are out. My favorite are the diehards who like flip it and then they like catch the head of the hammer like in their in their fist and they're so like they're so willing to win that game they just smash their hand like into the nail <laughs> like, like a gorilla. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've seen it. Oh. 
it's a great game, and it really a lot of passion goes into that game. Yeah. Absolutely, more, more than your ladder ball. Oh, incoming red balls on a string. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to hear that during some stump. You're just going to see a man or woman, for that matter, savagely ripping a hammer down to a freshly put like set nail and if you do hear that during a game of stump you leave that game right away because you don't know what's coming you know once there one of the first times i played stump at at our friend pat's there was this girl who had like this cast and a boot on and someone <laughs> hit it someone hit a nail out of the stump and it like it went and deflated her cast like it popped whatever was in that boot what? like folks this game gets really intense <laughs> oh jeez. And oh, I, just to wrap it up, amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. I think my fairly rated would be badminton. You know the type of badminton that you set mm. up the net in your backyard. Badminton. I've, I've never <laughs> been. <laughs> I've never been a, a tennis person, but when I get to uh, wield a badminton racket and smack around a couple birdies, those I just think, are shuttlecocks. Thank you. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like hitting a shuttlecock out of the air. <laughs> no. Rated Two red fairly. balls coming your way. <laughs> Josh, you're picking some very... Yes. Continue. All right, Tim. What are your picks? <laughs> so for my overrated game, I'm going to go... Have, have you heard of Spikeball? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually like Spikeball. Now, I've played this game a couple times, and I will admit it is fun playing... But the reason that I'm giving it an overrated is when you see a group of four guys playing this game, it is so silly looking. Like they're they're jumping around. But it's this, intense. Well, it is intense, and I, I'll give you that. But they're jumping around this little net, like trying to find. Like, they're just like bouncing this ball off this little little net, and I don't know. I, overrated. I I I enjoy playing it, but watching people play it is really interesting to me. I I, I, I can understand. I think with this game, like. This depends on the level of backyard game you want. If you want your casual beer-in-hand game, well, Spikeball, you better be early on in the day because oh, yeah. I, I think for Spikeball to play the way it's supposed to play, you need to really give it your all. Like Same same friends that played that bocce game I was telling you about, we had a, a many-person, many-team tournament there one time with Spikeball, and mm. it, was, it was nuts. It was a blast. It was nuts, and it was high-energy. Would I want to do that on a casual barbecue day? Maybe not. Yeah, you, and you, you know what? You're gonna sweat through your clothes. Oh, absolutely, at that point and, and we did. Ball. And I think a lot of the the allure of a uh, of a yard game is that you don't really need to sweat through your sure. clothes. You don't need casual. to put too much effort into it. So too much effort, overrated, looks silly. Definitely. All right. So underrated. I'm going wiffle ball. <laughs> And I'll tell you why. <laughs> Please do. Wiffle ball, you can do as as little of a game or as much of a game as you want. You could you could get teams together. You could do you know bases and everything. Or you know what? You're at a barbecue. You're getting a little too hot. You just do a nice little game of home run derby. All what right? if your father brings a very big <laughs> plastic bat called Big Bertha that he's had for years? <laughs> now I would like to apologize. On Brennan's account, not <laughs> a, Tim's account. The brother of Tim, for those listening. <laughs> yes. Now, my brother Brennan, my dad was very proud of this this big Bertha bat, and it was something he had had for years. Triple B. Yeah. Now, Om- Bren- almost Sandlot like, like this might have been your father's Babe Ruth <laughs> baseball. <laughs> it might have been. That's how sad he was when when unfortunate things happened. Brennan took a swing, bat broke. Very sad. Sad day for everyone. Sad day for the world, really. <laughs> Big Bertha sung her last tune, you Ooh. know? <laughs> to the sound of crack. <laughs> to the sound of a crack, yeah. It, I don't think it was even cracked before. I think the plastic was just brittle from so many years. But <laughs> it dried out from years in the sun. <laughs> you know what? I'm. Why would you bring Big Bertha up? This makes me sad to talk about. I just got to play devil's advocate here. Ah. <sighs> Well, either way, <laughs> there's many different games you can play with Wiffle Ball, and I think that it's very adaptable to any situation. And even like the little kids can play, yeah, a little annoying sometimes, but it's fine. They, You know what? My nephew Dean, very proud of him. 
hit a home run last time. A Dean. And he is also a lefty like his Uncle Tim, so a little proud of him. Anyway. Oh, the man's got the deck stacked against him at a young age. <laughs> so rated fairly. See, this is a tough one for me. I, I had a couple in mind. Um, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Cornhole. Cornhole is rated fairly. Yeah. I always have fun with it, but I feel like it's it's just everywhere now, and like it's it's a little too much. But every time I play, I do have fun. So I have well, to. Well, that's because you got those custom painted saw doll boards <laughs> that you, you spent like. Play cornhole. <laughs> <laughs> want to corn a little hole? <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. The answer is always yes, and that's the thing. That's another one you can play with a beer in hand, and I enjoy that in a yard game. So, rated fairly. Um. So yeah, I I I think that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I kind of agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> So we, we went through a lot of games here. I hope all of you are thinking of some games that you enjoy. Maybe Send them in, folks. We, I'm realizing that I like most yard games. I, I had a hard time picking one I didn't like. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. And folks, if you actually have some rude things the Sawdow could say about yard <laughs> games, not just play now. Listen, sorry I let you down. I was on the spot. I was scared. I was nervous. I was sweating. Jam this in your can. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, he's rude. Fair point. Now, what's a fair way? For, let's close on a fair way for the saw doll to ask to play a game. All right, fine. <laughs> How about a little game? <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> so listen, guys, I found this game on Monopoly in my basement. It'd be a really good time if we could just sit down and play it for the next eight hours. What do you say? The man's stuck <laughs> on Monopoly. He wants to play Monopoly. The doll suddenly is long-winded. <laughs> Might add a little bit of a Long Island accent in that. Sorry. <laughs> All right, you ready? Oh, yeah. We got a few minutes. Quick game of Slapjack. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> well said, The man sir. knows his, uh, his target time here. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think we've had enough here. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think we've gone through a lot of games. We're good to go. Game I, I think- over. And uh, you guys want to write in, tell us what games you love, what yard games, what board games. We want to hear them all. And you should be sending your um, any type of voice message over to us on the Anchor app. We'd love to have you on the show. I think our game plan is in a couple shows. We're ah, gonna... Game plan. And everyone else who knows the game just lost it. Um, it's been 45 Why minutes. Why are you the way you are? <laughs> the point being... Uh, if you guys would like to be a part of our show, I believe in the next few shows, we are going to be doing a little bit of a mailbag going through some of the most recent, uh, submissions, uh, for people who are listening at home, a little note, (laughs) sending in their commentary and we'll kind of go back and give a little reassessment to some of the things that we've given a rated yeah, to. We're, we're open-minded. So if you'd like to be a part of that show, please, uh, download the anchor app. Uh, send us your voice message, and we'd love to have you on the show for that cast. Absolutely, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Happy gaming. Peace. Peace. Bye. <laughs> Overrated, underrated, rated fairly oh. so 